0: Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest Podcast. A podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter.
1: So, what happened to your face? Yeah, man. (laughs) This is Uh, what this is what happened. Oh wait. (laughs) Awesome. <laughs> I I purposely stayed up and downloaded that drop so that I could uh, uh, help our listeners experience. So, yeah. so if, if you don't watch on YouTube, you want to start watching today.
0: Let's just describe this for those who aren't yeah. watching.
1: You want to start or me? You go ahead. Okay. Something attacked your face and it left just something on your upper lip.
0: <laughs> so I had a beard that... I could... Did you measure it? How no, long? I mean, oh, I could man. almost step on it, but... No, I'm kidding. Okay. It, it did cover you my priest You weren't skin. It did cover my priest collar easily. Easily. Uh, I could probably flip it up and, like, hit my nose with it. Um, it had to be, like, eight inches, right? It was, it was a long beard. Um, I'd been growing it for nine months without touching it.
1: Which is funny that most people don't even know when you first started, kind of... Keeping a beard, a trimmed beard, right before ordination, was when you were pastoral. Your very good here. memory, yeah.
0: He knows because he's seen the beardless picture of the me. The beardless picture from like my first month here in 2013 at the carnival seminarian. at the Saint exactly. Ann Carnival. Yeah, yeah. This, this picture going around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one and like young Spock. Um, it,
1: it's true. It's true. And now, kind of so you yeah. don't have one, so because you hate beards.
0: Yeah. Because I hate beards. I woke up one day and decided that. So I have to, uh, I had to get fit tested for an N95 mask um, to be able to go and give the sacraments to people who are COVID positive. Okay. Um, So uh, to go into like COVID wings of hospitals or into nursing homes, um, you have to. You like get fully PPE. Full PPE. (laughs) PPE. Uh, We were trained to be able to do it. And um, I was asked to be part of the priests who are able to do that. Um, mm.
1: The few, the proud.
0: Yeah, the priests. Voluntold. Voluntold. <laughs> and um, so I was trying to hang on to the beard as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And then it became very clear that they wouldn't even do the fit test at the hospital. Like they even had a they had a whole chart of different kinds of facial hair you could have. With a tick next to it, and stuff that you couldn't have with an X next to it. And everything that included facial hair on your chin, or anywhere that that mask would touch your face, Mm -hmm. and not just cover up, but like where it would seal, uh, you can't have facial hair there. They won't even do the test.
1: uh, Because it can't seal. Yeah, because it can't seal. It makes sense. It does make sense.
0: So I was forced to choose between my beard and saving souls. <laughs> Joey's making this face. It was heroic, Joey.
1: <laughs> I'm sure all our listeners will think it was heroic hey, and probably uh yeah, so I mean how look, many comments this Sunday
0: did you get? Oh it's it's amazing. Uh people are so distracted. So what I did was I shaved the beard, but I left a mustache. And
1: I think it looks good. I like mustaches.
0: You. I have never had one in any sort of seriousness and uh i'm really enjoying it it ups your texas game
1: you know what i mean like that like i feel like if you put on a cowboy hat right now
0: i have a cowboy hat right
1: you would look full texas like the thick mustache like marlboro man (laughs) (laughs) all you need is a cigarette to smoke and then you'll be set
0: (laughs) i like looking full texas yeah um i also do look Sort of like the Mario brothers, Mario and Luigi, which is why you have the (laughs) draw.
1: Is that amazing that I, that I had, you know, late at night, this is what I do with my life. I'm like, how could I? uh, So
0: dedicated to the show. Dedicated. Um, Didn't Dom see me, your son, and say I looked like Mario or? Yeah. And then he started started making me guess what his favorite Mario game was. (laughs) Um,
1: yeah and you're like i don't know i said
0: super smash brothers or something and he's like that's not really a mario
1: game um when my when you came in our house because i mean so for those who don't know we don't just record this podcast we're actual friends and so
0: in real life
1: in real (laughs) against all odds (laughs) (laughs) really two friends from different cultures um you came in the back door and i don't really Like, the kids weren't – they know who you are normally. They're like, hey, Father Paul. Right. They didn't respond that way. They just looked at me. Yeah. But then – I don't know if this is more worrisome. They just let this total stranger (laughs) in who they didn't really know. It was like, hey.
0: Yeah. All right. (laughs) I'm like –
1: is this supposed to give me comfort if somebody like <laughs> breaks into my house and my kids are just fine with it and all that? And then we had talked about maybe I should shave into a mustache today, but I, I was caring for children and doing. I all really that, thought and out so. of
0: solidarity and just to seize the opportunity.
1: Yeah. Here's the thing. You we talked about it that night, which now we're going on six minutes on on the beard, so we'll wrap it up in a minute so we actually talk about some substance afterwards.
0: But, I mustache you a question. <laughs> Good one. I just learned that the other day. I know it's old, but
1: you're we talked about this. Your like upper lip is longer than my upper lip. You know what I mean? The the,
0: the uh, I don't know what you mean, but we have talked about this. So like, you said that, your and I didn't understand gets, it then.
1: So from my lip, if you were to measure lip to the base of the nose. Mine is a shorter distance than yours. And so yours fills in better on the mustache. Oh,
0: so your mustache is thin. Thinner. Yeah, Thinner for sure. At its, and then if you let it grow, max. then it goes over, you know. No, you, you don't want to do that. Yeah,
1: like food, all yeah, of keep that. It off, so, keep yeah. It off the Bigger news than even the mustache is because this is a podcast about faith sports. This week we face each other in fantasy football <laughs> to make the playoffs. Yeah, N- win and you're in
0: and I have a powerful team who is very much on the ropes. Um,
1: what, what five weeks ago, five weeks ago, would you say you had a powerful team? No, you called crippled
0: by injuries. Then I've been
1: <laughs> everybody's crippled <laughs> by injuries. Austin like <laughs> really Austin Eckler like a torn hamstring Kittle.
0: Yeah, okay. Kittle, I'll give you, I'll give you My Kittle.
1: quarterback has COVID right now? Come on. What else yeah. you got?
0: It's We're basically in the fantasy version of the NFC East right now. <laughs> Cowboys versus Eagles <laughs> battling it out That's right. to see who can get four wins and, and mean, win the
1: division. <laughs> meanwhile, the Giants and Washington football team come swooping in That's and right. are the real contenders. <laughs> we'll both so. get knocked out <laughs>
0: Yeah, so no, this this is a big week.
1: I, I mean, I think is, we should we need to put some type of weight. Wa- yeah, we need to put some type of wager on this. I don't the, have money because I'm a youth minister. Yeah. So what could we do?
0: I mean, you could shave a mustache.
1: Yeah, I mean that's. But fine. you kind
0: of want to do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah, the facial hair thing that would have been good if I, I still could beca- have the beard. I could have
1: to go through like seminary, become a priest if I lose.
0: Fulfill your destiny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we need to get a new graphic <laughs>
0: yeah that's right the graphics outdated because i've got the the beard what if
1: i'm gonna get us to get a graphic we need to get the original artwork and i look you can even see it here see how your upper lip
0: mm. see true, it true to form thank you our listeners we're. <laughs> I don't know how to explain yeah, it. Yeah, we've lost
1: all our listeners yeah. with this. So anyway, it's um, over. Hey, December first, Tuesday, December first. We record today. We release tomorrow. I want to talk about Advent. Okay. Sound good?
0: Yeah. I thought you were saying going to say Giving Tuesday, and I was like, I'm so tired of getting those emails. How oh, is
1: that? Is that some,
0: uh, apparently I, does yeah. it come up several times a year? Uh,
1: okay, Advent. That's 10. an interesting point. Yeah. We'll so debate that later. We have. At St. Anne's, we've decorated our courtyard. We've done a few different things trying to make this hopeful um, kind of prayerful, hopeful expectation of the Lord being born, you know, like allowing people to live that in their hearts. Now, I've got to say, you didn't get it because they don't have your phone number, but some of my friends, some different listeners, I got a lot of shade thrown at me from the last episode, Oh, with the whole, hey, don't hang up your Christmas uh, lights. Yeah.
0: Well, you said it was going to be controversial.
1: Hey, and I, I don't I mind didn't
0: that. Really believe you, but yeah, I got some people that this.
1: were like, I just don't agree with that. I'm haters gonna, you gonna know, hate. Yeah, yeah, haters gonna hate, 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 hate. Um, and so, do you even know that song? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay, brought up. Um, who sings it? Taylor Swift. Okay. Whoa, that's scary. I don't know what's scarier, you know it or that it's anyway. Okay. Advent. It it made me stop and pause and say, okay, I want to, I want to approach people from both sides. How do we really do this practically? How do you decorate for Christmas? Right. Mm. And you go all out and I see these people and, you know, trees and this, and don't get me wrong. We, just put up our tree, and we we do different things to prepare, and we have our Advent wreath, and, you know, and I'm not against, like, lights. It's not like people, I'm, like, anti-lights. I was I just like saying wait till after Thanksgiving, at least. That was really my point is yeah. to say focus on gratefulness and thankfulness and then prepare your hearts. But it brings up the big point within Advent of how do we really do that when... I don't know. We have all the commercial stuff coming in and buying presents and doing this. And it just seems like all these traditions, the tree, the lights outside that this, none of it, at least for myself speaking, draws me closer to Christ Mm -hmm. and awaiting for his birth. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. How do you, what are some practical tips you give people to have an eventful advent?
0: Mm, Eventful advent. Um, so Advent's a penitential season. Uh, that's why we wear violet at Mass. It's violet, not purple.
1: Violet. Um, Next, so you it's rose, not pink. Oh, it definitely is rose, not pink. Okay. It's purple and pink, <laughs> for, people. Ask any child <laughs> what color the priest is wearing, and they'll <laughs> say the purple. Purple. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, but that's why we wear violet uh, during Advent, and why we don't sing the Gloria. It's a penitential season it's not the full sort of penitential season like lent is lent is both longer and more involved you not only don't sing the gloria during lent you bury the hallelujah yeah as I was well. <laughs> 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 like you don't say that word yeah at least liturgically
1: hallelujah hallelujah no like, like you're done <laughs> you're done with that
0: until easter and then you go all out with easter right and that I mean, even that in itself shows you kind of like what we do. We always fast before we feast. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a Catholic thing. That's a Bible thing. Um, that's, I guess, how God made us. Um, mm-hmm. That we're at our best when we fast before we feast. Right. Um, and so Advent is a penitential season, but it's a penitential season that is charged with hope, um, with the joyful expectation uh That these promises are going to be fulfilled, and the Savior is coming soon um, there 's not that hope as you 're going through Lent because nobody sees the resurrection coming right um after the crucifixion. Nobody sees the crucifixion coming, even though Jesus keeps saying like you know i 'm this is, this is happening yeah um but then really nobody sees the resurrection coming, but it 's a different thing with the Incarnation of Christ in Christmas not to say that like people saw that coming But there's all these prophecies throughout the Old Testament. God will visit his people and Mm. Like there was a palpable sense this is happening soon Right at that time even in paganism Uh, that's why you have the magi who have been trekking like forever (laughs) And they get there just in time, uh to see the infant jesus Mm. So anyway, it's it's a different kind of penitential season, but Being a penitential season, that means we should do the things we do during penitential seasons, which are prayer, fasting, and abstinence. Wait, sorry. Prayer, fasting, (laughs) and almsgiving. I was like... (laughs) Yeah, fasting and abstinence are basically the same thing. Abstinence (laughs) means not eating meat on certain days. Uh, Fasting means not eating food at certain times. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, sorry. That was very dramatic and very wrong. (laughs)
1: this is like the time at mass (laughs) (laughs) that you were like the five precepts of the church (laughs) and you named four and we're like, and the fifth one and I'm sitting there and I know it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm like, holy days, holy days. And could it, you're like, go look it up in the uh, Sabbath guide. But that was great. But yes, prayer, fasting, almsgiving.
0: Yeah. Prayer, fasting and almsgiving. Like those are the things that we do during penitential seasons. And doing those things, even if it's in a slightly different way than you would do during Lent, um, a, a more, I don't know, hopeful or joyful expectation way, yeah. like figure that out. But those three basic things by doing those, you're going to be fighting against like the, <laughs> the, the, we want Christmas now. We want all the, the joy and the pleasure and the feasting of Christmas now. Right. Um, that's in our culture. Um, and like, I don't know, sometimes it, it seems like we can minimalize the penitential character of these seasons a mm-hmm. bit or trivialize it, I guess is better. So like during Lent, right. It's good to pick a thing that you're going to give up, but the Bible never <laughs> <laughs> says like, chocolate. Come like, on. Like, yeah, pick a thing and then you're good. It says prayer, fasting and almsgiving. And so like do all those things. Um, I don't know, a, f- a friend of mine in seminary explained that to me, uh, and it just clicked. And ever since then, it's like, yeah, maybe I'll focus on developing a virtue in particular or working against some vice. So something like, if you know, if I'm a chocoholic, and if that's like causing me to go against temperance in a real way, it's a good thing to give up chocolate yeah uh people do that with coffee when they feel like they're too addicted to god like it's a good opportunity to work on things like that but really like those are an outflow of prayer fasting and almsgiving being charitable (laughs) uh so getting out of ourselves and getting outward fake focused Mm -hmm. um dedicating real time to prayer that's the most important yeah but then also cutting back on kind of what we eat and how we celebrate even if it makes it awkward like COVID mm-hmm. kind of gives gives us an excuse. I'm sure that office parties aren't going to be quite what they normally would be. Uh, that's right. one of the major challenges for working people, right? Yeah. I wouldn't know, but um, <laughs> uh, <We> know. <laughs> for <laughs> for people uh, at the end of the year who really want to live Advent as and like not celebrate Christmas till Christmas gets here. Yeah. But then everybody else is having Christmas parties before they go on vacation because that's when you can have them. And so it's like, what do I do? Um, Mm-hmm. COVID does help a little bit with
1: that. Um, I feel like right now what you're summing up is what I try to explain to people every year during Lent on Holy Saturday. Because you're right, we still sing the Alleluia. It's like, it's like we have a little bit of <laughs> hope, but just enough to like get us through. And what people forget and what annoys me every Lent is it's like their race is to Good Friday. And after Good Friday, they're like, okay, wow, that was a big one. I abstained from meat. I fasted. I did all this, but we're good now. We're in the clear. Easter's about oh, to be here. Okay. So, Holy
0: Saturday and is like, you know, what's this? like? Yeah. Holy we're, Saturday we're
1: might as well call it Easter for people. Oh. And w- it's, it's always been something. Day. Yeah. It's a. Waiting in hopeful expectation. Yeah. Right. No, it is. And that's what you know. I I love about Advent is that ability, you know, to continuously, especially especially with children, reiterate. You know, what is the reason for Christmas? What is the reason for Christmas? Because we let's face it, you know, we all remember running down, you know, stairs or running to the tree or doing. Did you celebrate Christmas in Bermuda? Yes. Okay, just checking. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we all remember, you know, asking presents, you know, this focus on this. But I, I love drawing it back to the um, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving and ways to um, practically do that. Now, I was mentioning our courtyard we decorate. We yeah. have four giant words in the courtyard. Right. And those are words that go with Advent, correct? Yeah. So um, one for each week mm-hmm. of the season. And so we have hope, peace, joy, and love. Yeah. Um, we just experienced the first week of Advent, which was hope, love. Love? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And then <laughs> um, Keep going. third is joy.
0: Third is joy. Gaudete.
1: Gaudete. Um, Gaudete,
0: Gaudete, Christus, Sesnatus, Ex Maria, Virgine, Gaudete. That's like medieval. Get it. That's, that's actually well, a Christmas song, though. That really? Just, yeah, because I said Christ has been born. Christ mm. was born. But it's I rejoice. Rejoice. Y'all yes. rejoice. Gaudete. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah.
1: Which is interesting. That people know, okay, that's the weekend we wear, you know, rose and light right. that candle and that, but they don't realize that same focus you just said, which is why would you be stopping to rejoice and looking forward if you aren't spending time kind of in that desert and that preparation, yeah, right? If
0: you don't, if you don't fast, then feasting is like any other day. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to say to everybody, like, if you're not really treating Advent how it is, you need to light a purple candle that day. And not <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, can we make them well, change their advent rates? Well, so th- you can wear violet, not purple. Uh, my bad. Um, you can wear violet that day. If you don't have a rose vestment actually, um, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, not every parish maybe is able to afford like a separate rose vestment. Yeah. Hot they just take. Wear Those vestments are ex-
1: expensive. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Wait, um, do you all own your, you each mm. own vestments?
0: The church owns the vestments that we use here. I own a couple vestments myself. I have my first mass vestment. Nice. um, Which I bring out for some special occasions. I should probably wear it more at the parish. I just don't think of it. And I have a travel set of vestments that are actually very beautiful and weren't that expensive as far as vestments go. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got them in Rome. They're reversible.
1: Right. <laughs> no, they are. It's so, like we're talking about like clothes, y- y- yeah, a little bit. <laughs> reversible jackets and <laughs> uh, it's
0: good for all season. right? Um, so yeah, but away from vestments, back to back to hope,
1: yeah, and peace, and joy, the, and love. The words the <laughs> oh, courtyard. we were talking about the third <laughs> week of Advent and that why yeah, joy, yeah, you get to stop and celebrate a little bit because. This time in the desert is almost done. Yeah, you have one more week.
0: almost there. So here's, if you're hearing this and you're like, all right, you've convinced me, but what does that look like? <laughs> is that, is <laughs> you know, that I'm that sure what, that's everybody. That's thing. the voice
1: of public opinion. Right. It's like,
0: all right, you've, you've con- <laughs> won me over. Um, <laughs> if you're hearing that and then you're like, but what does it look like? Like, okay, first of all, Advent does have a little bit of an identity crisis in turn. Just it's it's a short time. It yeah. doesn't get that much attention. But here's my advice to you. The liturgy of the church normally gives us very good direction um, mm-hmm. in, in how to like do things to adapt our lives, whether it's sort of like, like domestic church, right? How do I live the faith at home? Um, mm-hmm. Or just how do I carry myself? What kind of things do I reflect on during this time? The liturgy is always there to provide that for us. Mm -hmm. And so if you, I mean, you can go to usccb.org and see the readings there, or you can buy these little booklets with the readings in them. Uh, Magnificat is, I think, the best one, Uh, but there's other ones too. You can get it as an app. And there you'll see not just the readings of the day, but also what are called the propers, like the proper prayer. So like the opening prayer, the entrance antiphon. Uh, these different things, <laughs> things, these different prayers that you prayed during Mass. Maybe you've never paid that much attention to what they say, but if you start looking at those and looking for themes and trying to take inspiration from those, yeah. you can really follow the liturgy of the Church in your own life through Advent, right? Um, and it will lead you along a great path up towards Christmas. Like that's right. what it's doing. Right. Um, so staying close to that and trying to like live the liturgy. Yeah. Uh,
1: and we have this whole thing, what I was getting at with the courtyard, we have this uh, thing called Venite and um, for come, right? Come to the courtyard. Um, y'all. y'all. Yeah. It's the plural. Um, and we really struggled with it a little bit, you know, me and you and the leadership team and different things because we are like, we don't want to go too much like commercial esque of like just yeah. decorating for Christmas and here come enjoy the lights and mechanical Santa yeah and Snoopy and you know <laughs> everybody that needs inflatable a, Snoopy yeah that would be awesome anyway
0: kind of would it's the best Charlie Brown movie
1: ever. but instead we put these words of Advent lit up the trees and this week coming in is a life size kind of the the focal point is the life size more than bigger than life sized uh version of n- the nativity yeah. scene so
0: really beautiful nativity scene gonna show up and we're not gonna put baby jesus into the manger nice. until it's christmas nice i'm declaring that now i hope everyone else is on board with that is it
1: though i thought it was carved into it the might manger. be carved but <laughs> if it is you're gonna go out and like put oh, a blanket yeah, over cover him up
0: there you go that's what you do that's
1: what you do that's
0: i have a beautiful story Sometime, do we have time now? For go a for it. Go a for story it. Story
1: time. We'll we'll skip our closing segment for this okay, story. I'm
0: gonna give a little story yeah. about about the baby Jesus. Story so, time.
1: Oh, I know this. Yeah, story. you know this
0: one. So I used to say mass for these sisters when I was in Rome, and they were so funny, like just they were wonderful, basically. But um they loved the baby Jesus so much,
1: like <laughs> um, that was their charism
0: Uh, kind of. They weren't called like. Sisters um, of the infant Jesus yeah, of Prague, Prague or something. Del yeah, the Infante del Bambino Gesù or something. Yeah. They, they weren't called that, but but they did love the baby Jesus and they loved this tradition of at midnight mass during the Gloria, Um, when you're finally singing the Gloria, right? Yeah. You haven't sung it all Advent. Right. During the Gloria, ringing all these, uh, were they ringing bells? Or? Okay. Yeah. Forget the yeah, bells. Yeah, they like,
1: were. You told me they were.
0: Yeah. Ringing bells like you do on Easter. Um, for the alleluia and the glory and stuff. Um, but they wanted me to go over and to take this this little white cloth they'd put on top of the baby Jesus in the manger to hide him, to take that off. And then they had another baby Jesus in the manger, uh, much bigger off in the corner of the sanctuary. Uh-huh. So I had to go over there and do that too. And so they told me like before mass several times, like three of them, positive, positive non dimenticare il bambino gesù do not forget the baby jesus and i was like oh no problem i'm going to remember right
1: you're like i and, got it
0: and like the the way mass worked i intoned the glorious so i sang the very first words and it wasn't like half a second after that during mass the sisters would never dream of coming into the sanctuary or anything like that like um during mass one of them like pulling on my shoulder um after i didn't tell the gloria padre bambino di and i was like i know <laughs> i'm, I'm there. kidding. <laughs> i <I'm laughs> got <getting laughs> him and so and so i i took the little they had this tiny little nativity scene italians love nativity scenes yeah we do uh, that's cuz they're from italy st francis yeah uh Greccio. um and so i took the the little cloth off the baby jesus and then nativity scene and then the bigger one in the corner and they wanted me to this was the other thing. They wanted me to take that big wooden baby Jesus, like as big as from my elbow to my uh, fingertips. Um,
1: so a norm- normal okay. size. baby. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's made
0: of wood. It's like not light, you know. Because um, yeah.
1: you, you hold a lot of babies? Do you hold a lot of babies? No. Okay, I'm terrified of holding babies. And, okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> but uh, they wanted me to take that baby Jesus and like hold it for them so that they could come up one by one after Mass. Like and and venerate it? And venerate it, like you would do with veneration of the cross or something like that. It was a little tradition they had. It was after Mass. I was like, whatever, sounds fine. Um, And like they were lined up before I even like gave the last blessing. They were not going to let me move, (laughs) leave that church until they had venerated the baby Jesus. And I said Mass for them all throughout the octave that year. And every day they were like, We know it's not, like, Christmas Day, but it is the octave. And, like, do you think we could, like, venerate the baby Jesus again? And it was just so endearing. I loved it so much. (laughs) That's awesome. I still have a picture of the little manger that they had made for the baby Jesus during Christmas season um, and lit it up with these lights that were set on, like, the glow function. (laughs) And so it looked like Jesus was, like, baby Jesus was enthroned, like, in jellyfish in a slow fade (laughs) in a slow, (laughs) slow like warm and yeah like jellyfish (laughs) thrown (laughs) it was (laughs) amazing okay that's That's, the end of my story
1: that's the end of the story i think that's the end of the episode we we pray for y'all that um you have a a fruitful and a blessed lent lent advent wow (laughs) um i was thinking about all the similarities that's why i said it um but really, so many of you lately, I just want to end with a little thank you. A lot of times we say, do we have time for this? Should we even do this? Does anyone accept our moms listen? Right. You know, and... Found
0: out my mom doesn't listen to every episode, <laughs> so <laughs> she's catching up. She
1: probably, <laughs> she Hi, probably was like, I saw the Christmas lights. I c- skipped it. Um, Hi, mom. You're the best. <laughs> you're, the, you're the best. Um, just called you out. <laughs> but... I talked to a lot of a few people this week that were just like, "Hey, actually do listen to that, and thanks for doing it, and uh, that makes it all worth it to be able to know that people are coming to know uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, hopefully, yeah. and uh, just having a little fun with us along the way." So, hey, <laughs> Mario. Are, so, I are you I are you it. Mario or Luigi?
0: Definitely Mario. You are. I think so. Yeah.
1: So if. I, well, we can debate that next time. I don't know. So. On behalf of Joey Scansella and Mario Bector. Uh, <laughs> Father Mario Bector. Father Mario Bector. <laughs> we uh, want to say uh, take care.
0: And God bless.